It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, July 26, 2023. I'm John Saucier. Things went south quickly in court today for Hunter Biden, who walked into a courthouse in Wilmington, Delaware this morning, thinking he had a plea deal in place, but all of a sudden, he doesn't. He was expected to go in and routinely just plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors, But yet the judge began questioning the terms of this agreement. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Stay on top of the latest news and information from Fox News. Listen and download the Fox News Hourly Update on your time. The trending stories you need anytime you want it. Listen and download now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Hunter Biden had his day in court today, but as it turns out, there will be more. After a judge rejected his plea deal with prosecutors, now his lawyers have to figure out how to move forward to try and keep the president's son out of jail and away from the public spotlight with a presidential election coming up next year. It sure did seem like it was going to be very routine. We're speaking today with Fox News correspondent Griff Jenkins, who was at the courthouse all day in Wilmington, Delaware. And what a day it was. In all the years I've covered trials, I've never seen anything like that. I was in and out of the courtroom all day long and really watched this plea deal unravel in real time to the great shock and surprise of all of us covering this case. Look, this was a very orchestrated plea deal that would allow Hunter Biden to avoid a very high profile trial because he is, of course, the son of the president. And what happened was he was expected to go in and routinely just plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors. But yet the judge began questioning the both sides of prosecution and the defense, questioning the terms of this agreement because in the terms it would have allowed Hunter to avoid being charged on a felony gun charge in what was a diversion two-year program. Now, she asked both sides, look, have you any precedent for this sort of thing? I, She was not aware, had never seen a deal of this nature. They could not cite any precedent, and she wanted to really know more about the constitutionality of this diversion, which would give uh, Hunter Biden immunity from prosecution over it, and she began to question about the immunity deal and how broad it would be. She questioned the prosecution simply, is there an is this investigation in Hunter Biden's overseas business deals, is it ongoing? Is it active? Prosecution acknowledged yes, but couldn't elaborate more to her. And she said, well, then could it be possible that uh, Hunter could face additional charges with respect to things like a FARA charge, a Foreign Agent uh, Registration Act charge with regards to the business dealings. And the prosecution indicated yes, at which time the defense attorney, uh, Chris Clark, said, no, wait, that's not what we agreed to. And so the judge said, well, wait a minute, you guys aren't even on the same page. So we watched them literally try and work it out in real time 
to no avail. Ultimately, where this ended, John, was with the judge saying that she was going to give each side 30 days to file briefs and come up with some explanation to the constitutionality of these terms, particularly with respect to this diversion uh, program that would allow Hunter to skip being charged on the felony gun charge and get back to her. We don't have an exact date of when she would resume that, but ultimately she asked Hunter Biden for the record at this moment with regards to the two tax misdemeanor charges. How do you plead? He said he pleads not guilty. So he came in to plead guilty to put this behind him, left the court after three hours saying that currently he pleads not guilty to those charges. And we really don't know where this case is going to go. One big takeaway, John, is that this was not the day that Hunter Biden thought he was going to have. He thought he'd have it put behind him. That was anything but as we sort of figure out where it stands. And just to add one more thing, and I apologize for going on, but so much transpired last night, we got a lot of drama because the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Jason Smith, filed an amicus brief asking Judge Mary Ellen Narika in the court to take into consideration today the testimony of those two IRS whistleblowers who testified uh, before Congress that they witnessed Hunter Biden getting preferential treatment from the FBI and the Justice Department they didn't even really get into that part of it today because the judge was questioning the terms of this agreement and did not get satisfactory answers. So a lot transpired. It was contentious at times. I watched the judge get very upset. I guess you could say she was angry because at one point it felt like you were sitting in a law classroom, John, because she said, help me out here. I'm the judicial branch. I'm not the executive branch. You're the prosecution. You decide on whether to bring charges. You put me in the situation where I would have to hold a fact of hearing for uh, charges and that's not my job. So it got contentious. It was confusing. We had to sort out what was happening. Ultimately, we know that for now, this will continue. What was that mood like in there when it all started to unravel? When the plea deal started to be in question you said it was contentious does that mean the two lawyers on either side were arguing each other were they arguing with the judge contentious because the judge was not getting satisfactory answers and yeah they had to take what was a 20 to 30 minute recess because when the judge norica specifically asked about the ongoing investigation Prosecution said yes, asked about could FARA charges or additional charges of the like come. Prosecution said yes. The defense attorney, Chris Clark, said, wait, no, we didn't uh, agree to that. And so she then said, look, I don't know what to do next. We're, I've never been here. This is unprecedented. Why don't you two take time to talk and then come back to me and we'll resume this and get on the same page. During that recess, John, we witnessed the U.S. Uh, attorney, David Weiss, who has been doing the years-long investigation, uh, talking to the, the folks that were remaining behind as it was recessed. And they, he was indicating Weiss that he's like, well, we can't get around this. We don't know exactly what he was referring to. But the defense guy said, well, then tear it up. So, you know, or rip it up was his exact words. And so this plea deal truly 
fell apart in real time in a fashion that uh, I don't think either the prosecution or defense were prepared to face Judge Narika clearly not wanting to just rubber stamp this thing, which is exactly what both sides thought was going to happen today. And we got quite a different reality. The rug got pulled out from under Hunter Biden in court today when his plea deal was questioned by U.S. District Court Judge Mary Ellen Norieka. The judge raised very similar concerns many Republicans have brought up about this plea deal, which would have allowed Hunter to skip some more serious gun charges. We'll have more with Griff coming up next. Yeah, absolutely. Now, House Republicans, they've been skeptical of this plea deal from the get-go. A lot of people have been calling this a sweetheart deal. You know, you plead guilty to a couple of tax charges and you avoid a more serious gun charge. The most surprising thing to me is that the attorneys on the prosecution side who agreed to this plea deal didn't include precedent in there, something the judge asked for. Do you think the judge's decision today actually shows that many Republicans who've been calling this a sweetheart deal might have something to that argument? You're already seeing those House Republicans uh, loud and clear saying this just simply proves that it is a sweetheart deal. And the judge, you know, a Trump appointed judge, I'm sure in this partisan world we live in, there are charges that she was being unfair to Hunter Biden, but it was not the case. She was simply asking for uh, her, her questions over the constitutionality to be answered. And it was clear that when the prosecution and the defense came to agreement on this uh, highly orchestrated plea deal that they thought was going to be a slam dunk case, shut, sealed, delivered and done in a moment, uh, they did not expect to get the, the, the questions that they did. And so now you're seeing the House Republicans out there saying this just proves their point. And remember, if you walk it out a little bit, if indeed the judge rejects outright this plea deal, because remember, she's basically just said for now she's not accepting it. But if she were to just uh, reject it outright, then it would presumably go to a trial, which would be long drawn out, high profile. There would be discovery and who knows what we'll find. It comes as you're seeing these House Republicans turning up the heat of the fact that they believe it's a sweetheart deal and the continued suggestions that the pres then Vice President Biden was somehow involved and participated in Hunter's business dealings, something that the White House and the President has repeatedly denied. Uh, but we expected, by the way, that you would get some testimony from the U.S. Attorney David Wise, who's been doing this investigation, testifying to House Republicans next week, assuming that this deal was done and put in the past. Now, that's not the case. Highly unlikely and unclear whether Otherwise, we'll testify to House Republicans, but we do know that we expect them to continue to try and discover more and more things as it relates to that. Griff Jenkins, I think you got it all there. That's a lot for sure. And I'm wondering what a trial <laughs> is going to look like if it does come back and go to trial. And the other thing I'm wondering about are the political implications for Joe Biden, the father here who's running for re-election in 2024. What's it going to be like for him campaigning if his son Hunter is on trial for something that the thought was going to go away with this plea deal. I guess all those remains to be seen. Until then, Griff Jenkins, Fox News Senior, corresponded for us at the courthouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Thanks for your coverage and your insight and being on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thanks, John. Have a great night. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.